Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Hey, what's going on? I am Scoots Brunson. And I am Esther Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on with you, buddy? Man, I can't call it, man. Another day on the earth, man, so I can't complain. So how about That's yourself, true. man? How, how, how you feeling, man? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you gave us some news last week, last podcast. Mm-hmm. Did you get the results? Yeah, tested positive. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, how you feeling, though? <laughs> that's not indicative of how I feel. I just was laughing, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I feel good, man. I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing major. Um, it ain't nothing to be up at arms about, man. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Okay. <clears throat> and truth be told, man, it's really not as bad as they tried to make it seem. Um, but that's just me. I can't really speak for nobody else. But I'm I'm doing great, man. I ain't got no complaints. That's what's up, man. I know, but you I got know, time I work so. You know what I'm saying? That's cool too. Well, I mean I'm off tomorrow, but it ain't for no COVID. <laughs> but um <laughs> but that's what's up, man. Uh so hopefully, I mean, you was one of the lucky ones, man. I yeah. you know, so can't it's like the only thing to me, I mean, I ain't trying to have this conversation, but to me it's just like everybody's immune system is different, yo. One hundred percent. And and, yeah. and I think that you know how people will make fun of people. They'd be like, oh, man, you know, you ate this, you didn't wash your hands, or this, that, this, that. I just mm-hmm. think that a lot of it, man, is when, when like, especially when you're a kid. Like, you get a lot of germs in, in you when you're a kid, especially when you played yeah. outside and shit. You should drink out the water holes. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? You would do anything <laughs> when you was outside. And I think that shit builds your immune system. I ain't gonna 100%. lie. That, that, that's just my theory. I just think you build your immune system when you're a kid, and you just these kids nowadays, they don't be outside as much as we used to be outside. And I just feel yeah. like a lot of that, man, built our immune system up to where we can handle some shit like that. So I'm glad you're feeling good. Glad you're feeling great. But uh, you mentioned something last week, uh, which I'm glad you did. And I remembered something after the pod. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, say it today. You mentioned uh, the passing of uh, Melvin Van Peoples. You know, mm-hmm. uh, rest in peace to everybody. But also, man, rest in peace to AJ Johnson, man. Yeah, man, we you know lost another. Man. We lost another. We um, lost another, another uh, great comedian, man. Yeah, yeah, and then great comedic actor too, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Players Club got the hookup. Um, Friday, you know what I'm saying? He was in Panther. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, he had a house party. He he didn't say nothing, but he was in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we I remember we, we talked about that one. Like, man, we didn't even know he yeah. was in there. So yeah, follow the drip. Follow the drip. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bunch of people that you know what I'm saying. Um, that he's worked with, man. Um, there's a bunch of movies he's been in, whether it's been major roles or you know what I'm saying, just side roles. Um, shout out to Master P for giving him, you know what I'm saying, that starting role. I'm starting role. I'm just talking like he in sports. Um, but that, that lead role, role, man. Yeah, yeah. And I got the hookup, man. You know what I'm saying? He played blue, and I got the hookup, and you know what I'm saying. It was just um. You know what I'm saying? He did a great job in Players Club, too. You know what I'm saying? So that was also one of the movies that, you know what I'm saying, you can remember him from. But everybody, of course, knows him from Friday. 
playing Ezel the crackhead. Um, you know what I'm saying? That was the the funniest. That probably was the funniest role. The funniest thing he's ever done to me in that movie. I know everybody talk about my neck and my back and all that. That's not the funniest part. The funniest part of the whole movie is when Bernie Mac get caught sleeping with Miss Parker. And um Tony, I forgot what his real name is. I know his first name is Tony, but he played the, he played Mr. Parker. And Mr. Parker come outside and start chasing him out. After they go back in the house and they arguing, and Mr. Parker was throwing out all the clothes, Ezel came and stole all the clothes and ran off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was funny to me, bro, but like that was real live, like crackhead, you know what I'm saying, behavior. Like the fact that all this commotion going on, and this nigga made sure he took his time to go get them clothes and steal them. So that was, that was hey. to me, that was the funniest part that he ever had in Friday. Bro. Hey, for me, my funniest part is when. He came over to watch Smokey call and Smokey was yeah. taking the shit upside down. <laughs> he said, he said, look, I ain't the smartest man in the world, but I'm over here, look, like you taking the shit. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I clean all that shit up for you for $2. I was $2. like, yo, boy, that shit was hilarious, but yeah, Oh, man. man. Rest in peace to him, man. I, yeah, I hate to see cool. it, man. The, the crazy thing is, and we can get started, but like, the amount I think I think it's up to nine people who have died mm-hmm. from the cast of Friday, dude. Like, yeah, man, it is insane. I mean, John Witherspoon. I mean, do you really want to add him? He was older. You know what I mean? He was, you know, kind I mean, of older so person. So was Ronaldo but, Ray. So was Ronaldo Ray. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he was. He was older too. So, but that's, I don't know, man. It, it, it's crazy to think that that many people have died from that cast, man. So uh, really? rest in peace to everybody, man. I, I just wanted to mention that, you know, that's something yeah. we've been doing. You know, we have a movie podcast. We feel it's our responsibility to highlight these people who Definitely. are legends that uh, passed away. So I ain't even going to lie, dude. I know I say this all the time. But I ain't even going to front. I'm really, really excited to do this movie we got today. <laughs> Hey, I was telling somebody in my route today. I told them, I was like, yo, we do a butterfly fit. They were like, why would you do that? I said, because I do the podcast with the dude that has the greatest fucking conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yo, this shit is going to be wild. Yeah, man. I said, we talking about time travel. We talking mm-hmm. about, you know what I'm saying? I said, yo, I'm excited for this, man. Because I, I, this movie... I have seen, listen to me, let me tell you how crazy I am about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't really talk about this to a lot of people. So, so this is, a, all, this is a wild movie to even talk about to begin with. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, like so we're doing the 2004 film, The Butterfly Effect. But yeah. the thing is, this was a New Line Cinema movie, right? Mm-hmm. And they used to do this thing with a DVD back in the day called a uh, a film or some shit like that. Yeah. So when you bought the DVD, stuff on it. exactly, they'll be talking like throughout the movie. I even watched it on that. Oh, and okay. they, so and they, they even that was like a that was like a podcast before podcasts was really popping though too. It, it kind of was. It kind of yeah. was because like as the movie was going through, they was telling you, "Yo, when we shot this, this was going on, and this, and we didn't even know this was going to happen." And so they're mm-hmm. telling you all the inside stuff and during the filming, dude. I'm into this movie, dude. I, I'm really am, and like, and I know how your mind can go sometimes, and yeah, it's like, man. you know, this is going to be fucking fun to do. Yeah, man. Um, for me, bro, like the first time seeing this movie, it, it weirded me out. Cause I was used to seeing Ashton Kutcher as um, 
in the comedic role. Yeah, I was used to seeing him as Kelso, you know what I'm saying, in that 70s show. So, you know what I'm saying, seeing him in this and all of the events that transpired with everything. And then on top of that, like, you know what I'm saying, dude is in college and he blacking out going back to the past. You know what I'm saying? Like off of reading notebooks and watching videos and stuff like that. Like it was just something that was different, man. And then like I remember when the trailer came out, it looked like a horror movie. So that's what I thought it was at first. But then mm-hmm. I didn't realize this ain't a horror movie. This is this is something totally different. Like this is out the realm for me. So seeing this, man, it, it just got me excited. Um it made me start looking into the actual butterfly effect and all the, you know what I'm saying, the conspiracy behind all that and everything else. So yeah, man, it's just yeah, this was the one. This was definitely the one. It it was, man. Like, and you know, the cast was, you know, it was cool, but you know, your big names, Ashton Kutcher, you know, Amy Smart, uh, you know, Eldon Henson, I seen him yeah. in some stuff. William Lee William Scott, Scott, I seen him in some stuff. But mm-hmm. um but basically like the rundown is it's like it was this kid that it, it it was kind of like he had a hereditary, I don't want to call it a disease, but like this this mind thing because his dad ended up it's having bad, it as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, it was the dude and his mom, and he got a couple of friends, and he would have blackouts where he wouldn't remember things that has occurred. Right. And the doctor said that you know maybe he should start keeping a journal, writing down things that he done, mm-hmm. and that maybe it'll help with his memories and his and his blackouts and stuff. And so he ended up basically from one traumatic thing that happened in the town, which I'm sure we'll get to. His mom thinks it's a great idea to move. And he moves away. Um, seven years go by. He has no blackout during those seven years. Mm-hmm. But during that time, he uh, met a girl at a bar, and she pulled out his journals, and then he started reading the journal, and then he went back into a memory by reading the journal. And so then he realized that he could change things that happened when he would go back and actually, well, he went to investigate to make sure that these memories that he was having was real. Mm-hmm. So and then he, he went back. He could change the past. Yeah, and then oh, then we went on a whirlwind Man, after that fucking shit. I don't even know where to start, my guy. There's so much fucking shit here, and like you said, this is even a crazy movie to even talk about. Mm-hmm. From the jump, so yeah. I don't even know where to start. Where, where do you want to start, man? Um, man, let's start with Kaylee and Tommy, bro. You know what I'm saying? The 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 issues that they was going through first. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that's that's dope. That's dope. So, um, real quick synopsis, man. Kaylee and Tommy, brother and sisters. Um, they all, you know, what I'm saying, was friends with Evan and Lenny. Um, but their mom and dad ended up splitting up. They end up living with their dad. Um, not only did that happen on top of, you know what I'm saying, um, the, the breakup, Tommy was going through it because, you know what I'm saying, everybody looked at him like a fuck up. So he ended up doing some stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. I think he burned up Evan's dog or something like that, said Evan's yeah. dog on fire. And then um, Kaylee was, you know what I'm saying, being molested by her dad and, forced to do it on film and like all this kind of crazy stuff so they were going through like real trauma as kids so this it's not like and this is why i say this movie to me was it it was so wild because seeing this in 2004 and it's not like this is just 
these two. It's all four of these kids. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They end up um, blowing up a woman and their baby with dynamite. Like, who the fuck has dynamite as kids? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of stuff that ends up happening in this movie. But um, Kaylee and Tommy, in general, they had a lot of um, they had a lot of childhood trauma, and they had the option to go live with their mom. But you know what I'm saying? We find out later on that the reason that they stayed was because, you know what I'm saying, Kaylee wanted to stay because of Evan. You know what I'm saying? Evan was the person that kind of made her feel better about herself and everything else. So, um, yeah, man, it's f- for me, I think that these two characters is uh, really what this whole movie is kind of centered around. I know it's supposed to be about Evan and what he's doing, but to me, I looked at it like it was really centered around them because Evan was in love with Kaylee. But mm-hmm. he also kind of had beef with Tommy, so you know what I'm saying. Like, and then Lenny was kind of like he was he was kind of like the third wheel in this whole situation for real, for real. Um, but for the most part, it was I think that it was the dynamic of Evan and then Evan and Kaylee and Evan and Tommy. How you feel about it? Uh, I agree with you, and the thing that usually especially when you're around the age they were, you know, when they got the team. Well, he already had a thing against Evan because I don't think he understood that when Evan had sex with Kaylee when they was eight years old, he didn't, first of all, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. Mm -hmm. Number two, he blacked the situation out, so he didn't even know what was going on. But Tommy looked at it as like, yo, like, you you messing with my sister like he because mm-hmm. I don't even think he even really knew what was no. really going on. Yeah, let it up. But he just knew that it was something that his sister didn't want to do because I mm-hmm. think he could tell his sister was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So he already had that beef with Evan from the from the rip since they was eight years old because he was like, right. yo, like you know, you doing something with my sister that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so that beef started from there because they was cool up until that point. Yeah. And then every time he would see Evan touch her or anything like that, Tommy go zero to a hundred. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I don't want you fucking with my sister. And he has expressed that a lot throughout the film. But then at the same time, Kaylee lights up when Evan is around. Yeah. So like you, you stuck in that, in that middle ground of, yeah, my sister like him, but I don't like him because he like my sister. Like he don't right. even know if he's treating his sister good or whatever. And then what he they was going care, through, you know what happened beforehand. Exactly, and like yeah. what they was going through at home with their dad being a pedophile and shit. Like that's just, I mean, to to add that dynamic. Like I, I think that when it comes to the writers of this, like for them to put that in there because it makes so much sense because. Those two events of well, actually, it's three events. There's three major events in this movie. Is mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The videotape, right. the burning of the dog, and the blowing up of yep. the uh, mailbox. The lady, like yeah, those, killing the lady and the baby. Yeah, so those are the three biggest events of this movie, really. Like, I mean, that was some other shit to go down. Like the whole dynamic with Evan's dad. Mm-hmm. That's a huge dynamic too. And then I got a question for you once we get there, but. Yeah, that and, and then Lenny just Lenny was just the kid that they just not even they really just Tommy just bullied him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? just do whatever he wanted him to do. So yeah, like 
So yeah, he really was the third wheel. But that but that dynamic between those two, because the thing is, they never showed them have the conversation of well, I mean, Tommy and Kaylee, we never seen them have the conversation about Evan. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the thing that was missing out because even when they went when he went back um for the first time and he changed that situation and they was actually like in college together, like for Tommy to come back the way that he came back mm-hmm. and, and attack Evan the way that he did, obviously they <laughs> Kaylee and him never had that conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. she just kind of just went off to college and they got this great relationship, but it's like, yo, when my brother's around, you know, don't touch me. It's like, I thought that part was weird. Well, I didn't. And the, and the reason I didn't is because like, in a sense that was her protecting him. Cause she knows that, you know what I'm saying? Tommy is going, you know what I'm saying? React if he sees that. And it's not yeah, going to but- be in a way that, you know what I'm saying? They wanted it to, but I mean, and then you got to also remember too, like, that they was all that you know what I'm saying those two were all that they really had for real. So she is in a sense not just protecting Evan, she also protecting Tommy. So Tommy don't even have to react like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? She don't want Tommy to react like that. And she wants them to get along as much as possible. You know what I'm saying, without having that clash. Yeah. And before we get into all the other shit, so since we're doing this character thing, so the dynamic between Evan, his mom, and his dad, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that it was very, it was very interesting. Like mom was a straight up single mom. Like, right. I mean, the way they even introduced us to her was her having on one of the Michael Myers jumpsuits, fixing her own car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? She can get under the, under the, under the hood and put some <laughs> shit together. Like, damn, like she really doing it out here in these streets. Yeah. So like, you can see that she's an independent woman. She's trying to raise Evan by herself, and she don't want to take Evan to his dad because, you know, mentally, like, he's just not stable enough. And she never really got into it. And the only reason she even took Evan to see his dad was because the doctor said that, you know, what was going on with him could be stress-related. And she was like, well, he was stressing me about seeing his dad. So, Another thing that I thought was interesting was when he went to see his dad, he blacked out. Yeah. And then woke up, his dad was choking. Right. So what was interesting about that was I wondered because when he went back to talk to his dad, mm-hmm. he was trying to ask his dad, like, what can I do to fix the situation? Exactly. And I'm wondering. Is that what happened when he blacked out? One hundred percent. See, that's and that's the that's the, the the biggest thing that I had got from this. Right, was like because they kept showing us early on in the, in the movie about how he would black out and then he would wake up and you know what I'm saying he would have these moments because remember the same thing happened when he blacked out with Kaylee and her dad and then they he came when he went back in time that time he was like yo you know what I'm saying I know what you're doing is wrong like no we're not doing this no more and he was trying to fix that situation so like. I think that every time they showed us him as a kid blacking out, that was his future self coming back. They just wasn't showing us what he was doing in that mi- in that moment of coming back. They was just showing us him blacking out, waking up. You know what I'm saying? The I, I see what you're saying, but the reason 
I don't think the time that he went back and called her dad a footbag, I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I don't think that went down that way. And this is why I don't think it went down that way because he continued to do what he was doing. Mm-hmm. She was always in 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 the first life before he ever went before he even left. Mm-hmm. He was molesting her. Like that was always a thing, and he was hurting her. Remember, they went to the movies and yeah. she had the bruise on her arm, and she was like, My dad did that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that his older self was in that part when he was eight years old because his dad continued to do what he did. And remember well, when he changed I'm saying it, I'm saying it because I'm saying that could have been like a later situation. That didn't have to be like the very first one. You know what I'm saying? Like that could have been some shit that was uh, when she it was already happening and he was just you know what I'm saying? He wanted to stop it at that moment. Yeah, but like it seemed like he never knew what happened. He never knew what happened right. until he went back to talk to Kaylee, like right. what had actually happened that day. Mm-hmm. So that 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 was one thing that confused me when he talked to his dad. But I think that his dad knew. I think that he knew that it was hereditary and he knew that. Yeah. Either way, it went down. No matter well, what, he would have had to know then because if it, if he was dealing with the same thing and then he seen that happen, because remember he was like, "Whoa, kid!" You know what I'm saying? You kind of spaced out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? Glad yeah. Back. And then when he started actually talking to him, that's when he told him, "Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It ends with me." Like that's what he was trying to tell him. Like you had to do yeah. something to me, like so to stop. It ends with me. So yeah, I, I think, think he his dad yeah. know. I think his yeah, I think his dad knew. I think maybe his dad would black out situations too. Mm-hmm. And I think that once he seen that, he knew at some point that he was gonna try to do the same shit that he did. Because yeah. he was gonna figure out a way to try time travel back to fix shit. Right. And so he was like, No, like we need to end this with me because I don't want you to go through the same shit that exactly. I went through. And look where he and, look where he ended up ending up. Uh, look where he ended up. But look where he ended up basically. Yeah, and I can't wait to get that because I got some. I got I got the theories. This month. Oh, oh you know yeah. Get busy. But uh, but as far as uh, we can close it out with Lenny. Like only thing with Lenny, I think that Lenny went through so much trauma mm-hmm. that he just seeing the whole situation of the woman blowing up. Right and the baby, and seeing that he couldn't take the the thing off of the dog, mm-hmm. that that shit just traumatized him forever. Yeah, and he was never the same after that shit. Well, the, my funniest moment, and it ain't it is funny, but it ain't funny. The funniest moment to me with Lenny in this in this whole movie is when they went when he went back and he tried to stop the lady from getting blown up. So Lenny was the one that ran and saved the lady and knocked her down. And he got and Evan got blown up by the uh, mailbox, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this nigga wake up. It was like, I thought I told y'all to leave. My man Lenny was over there slapping skin. <laughs> that shit was so wrong. Hey, Rob, she was just gonna, hey, she was just gonna date anybody that was there, dude. Like yeah. she just didn't fucking care, yeah. man. So look, so he was like, nah, nah, everything's cool. So then <laughs> he stretched out his arm. But no, that's not why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because he woke up and said, "Ah!" He was like, What the fuck? 
<laughs> he was so lost, but he forgot that he got blew up. Bro, you talk about comedy, bro. As a kid, I be crying in that, but no, Lenny, bro. When he rolled back over, that's that's what that's what made me soup laugh super hard. He was like, "Hold on, man, I ain't mean to wake you. Did we disturb you?" He was like, "Oh no, no, everything's good." He like, "All right, cool." My man rolled back over in the covers. Was like, yeah, it's game time. Oh man, <laughs> that shit was crazy. But man, look, man, we got we got to get into the shits, man. We got to get into the shit. So, Evan. So when 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 he had the memory. And then he goes back and he talks to Lenny and figure out that, like, yo, that shit really fucking happened. And so he talks to Lenny and he tries to call Lenny back, but his mom was like, nah, like, we we ain't fucking with you. Like, you know, he was so distraught. Like, we don't need to bring back that trauma. So he goes back and he talks to Kaylee. See, the Kaylee works at this uh, diner and all this type shit. So he tries to talk to her about what happened when he was eight. So he figured, okay, well, I go back and I change that situation and I tell her dad, you know, you treat her, you know, this kind of way. You treat her like a princess. Stop this touching her. Right. So what? This is the Kaylee that had the scar on her face, right? No, no, no. We ain't got to that one yet. No. So he um tell her. Well, tell tell her dad that you know you treat her like a princess, nah, nah, nah. But what he fucked up in this one was mm-hmm. he said you need to discipline Tommy because yeah. that kid got some fucking problems. Mm-hmm. And so then Tommy's pissed off because like you know what I'm saying you're gonna tell him to do this and see. And when that whole thing changed, when they went to college together and mm-hmm. he was in um, <clears throat> a fraternity and and all this type shit. And what he didn't understand about everything changing the way that it did was he didn't understand, like, the people that used to know you don't know that version of you. Right. Like, he saw Kemp, uh, uh, what was his name? Kemp, Kemper, Kemper? What's that motherfucking name? Um, uh, shit, that was his roommate. Damn, I forgot who his roommate was. So, uh, Thumper, yeah. yeah. So he see him and he oh, man, I forgot about Ethan Soupley, bro. Yeah. He's uh, a big guy. Uh, remember the Titans and all that. Remember he the Titans. Yeah. He buff now. Yeah, he's he buff super now. buff, bro. Terry yeah. Wilson was uh, in his joint, too. Yeah. So he see him. He's like, you know what I'm saying? He cusses him out. He's like, what the fuck? And then he goes to his uh, psychiatry teacher, mm-hmm. and he was like, who are you? So then he started realizing, like, oh, shit, like, the motherfuckers that I was cool with, I ain't cool with no more. Right. And so then with him saying the shit about Tommy the way that he did, so Tommy is fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. Like this whole sequence of events of this first, like, dude, they went, when I tell you, they didn't stick their toe in the water with the very first time you went back. Mm-mm. This shit went south like zero to a hundred. Tommy that's the come, one where he hit him with the the uh, hit him with the bat. Yeah, hit him with the bat, and then he started tearing him up. Then yeah, this motherfucker goes to jail, my guy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? I go back, yeah. change some shit, and now I'm fucking locked up. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was mad crazy. And this motherfucker said, "Yo, this shit ain't funny." But this motherfucker said, "Shit on my dick, or blood on my knife, my guy." I'm like. <laughs> 
That's crazy. That shit is nuts, man. This motherfucker go to jail. The very first thing you hear is goddamn. Just stab get on me. my dick. Stab me with the I'll knife. I'll blow up my knife, dude. Stab this shit me with the knife. I'll take the knife. Hey, that shit is crazy. But he got lucky with the person that he was locked up with because uh, he was a religious man mm-hmm. that uh, ended up helping him with the plan. And so he goes back. Okay, so we're going to stay here because I'm going too far. But as far as the, the first time he goes back, what, mm-hmm. what what stood out to you in that first time that he went back? Um, Honestly, just the fact that he was able to control it the way he did. Like, cause to me, that's not like the, for your first time, like he shouldn't, he shouldn't be able to like catch on like that. You know what I'm saying? I thought that they should have had him like a little bit more lost, a little bit more like, um, I guess I could just use lost, but just a little bit more lost, like, or confused or whatever. But to me, it was like, he just picked up on that way too fast for me. Hold on. Which, which part when he went back as a kid and yeah, like, college you know, just, had a fuck back. Yeah. Just going back as a kid and being able to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> realize that you went back like it's to me if you was if you reading something you black out and then that happened to you for the first time like that'll freak you out yeah i see what you're saying because i thought you was talking about like just in general because he was lost like when he woke up and she was right there yeah he that's was like i'm just saying like, in general fuck? though like just going back in time and then reacting the way he was reacting even then, like he was still conscious of what was going on, so he should have been like lost and confused. Then I, I, I know he was lost, and confused waking up because then he looking like, "Yo, what? You know, what I'm what the hell is going on?" That was the whole point of the butterfly effect. But I'm saying, like him going back, him being able to react and move and do everything in this moment of time, like to me that would freak me out. Like if I if I'm reading a, a journal that I wrote and then. I black out. Next thing you know, I'm at the court playing basketball with one of my friends who about to foul me, and I look up. I'm like, "Wait a minute, sir! I was just 33. What happened? Why am I 16 again?" You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, that to me, I just figured like that would have been a little bit more confusing and thrown off. What I what I did think that was dope that they um that the writers did mm-hmm. was the fact that they brought up the fact of so like when he woke up, like he 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 rocked. Before he went in, he had the shaggy hair with the uh, with the shaggy beard, all this yeah. type of shit. When he woke up, he had a, a goatee, perfectly cut hair. Yeah, and he's like, "The fuck," you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what what I thought that that was great that they did with the writing was the fact of she asked him, like, "Yo, what did you learn to do that when they was having sex?" Mm-hmm. She was like, "Yo, you're talking different. You're walking different." And see, because she's used to this version of him. Mm-hmm. But the version that she got is the one that he hasn't seen her in seven years. Right. But in her eyes, like I've been seeing you for the last, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Thirteen years or whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, this day you've been weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you did this dinner thing for me. That ain't what you do. I thought that that was dope to put that in the story because it's like you can't just jump in, you know, when you haven't seen this person in seven years, now all of a sudden. Boom, y'all are there, y'all in love. Like it's gonna be some mm-hmm. shit that you do that you 
that you normally do is she's gonna be like, yo, like you off, like you ain't who you were. One hundred percent. But I mean? also you, and then you know, what I'm saying it also goes to you know, what I'm saying show you how him going back and doing anything at that moment of time is or anything different in that moment of time is making drastic changes when he's coming back. Then mom is married. Yeah. His mom is married in the first one. Yeah. The first time that he go back. Cause she wasn't married. And then all of a sudden he calls his mom and then there's a dude on the asthma machine. And he was mm-hmm. like, mom and Chuck. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> you know, he was like, okay, yeah. Chuck guy, I don't know who the fuck you are, but you know, so I thought that that was dope, and it was like there's always it's one thing that'll go wrong, and what went wrong is he ended up getting attacked by Tommy. Tommy hit him. Well, he had, which was kind of weird because it's like, look, I don't know exactly how the law works. I'm not a law professor or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was odd that I'm pretty sure he had bruises where Tommy was hitting his ass with that damn bat. Well, I mean, so he, obviously off, he maced the hell out of Tommy to begin with. He did, and maybe they. And, and, and I think he started punching him, he hit him in the head with the bat. Like, and I yeah, think he, that's what it was. I think they were like, "Look, this was excessive. You could have stopped after the mason, bro. After you got done mason him, y'all could have just. She already hit the button, so it's time yeah. to just like get up out of there. Yeah, so that's why he went to jail. Cause like, because it could be self defense, but it's like for you to take it as far as you took it, it didn't have to go that far. Right. So that's why you end up going to jail. You end up going to jail. And um, so he gets out. And this time when he goes back, he tries to change um, the burning of Crockett. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm His dog. So they, they go, he goes back. And his whole thing of this time is when, when he was going towards Crockett, he moved like the so. Okay, hold on. So the original, the mm-hmm. way the original went down. He's running towards um, Tommy, and Tommy picks up this, this board, and he hits, but he missed Evan and hit Kaylee in the, in right. the head this time. He hit her in the head, so she just had a scar on the head. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't noticeable. So when he went back the second time to change that situation with Crockett, when he went back, he hit Kaylee. Tommy hit face. Kaylee in the face this time. She had that big-ass scar on her face. She had that big-ass scar on the side of her face. Yeah. So with this shit ended up changing – was the fact that Kaylee she turned out the prostitute? Yeah, she turned into a straight up prostitute. Yeah, and so he's like, "Well, damn, this ain't the version of you that I want." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, so now he tells her what happens, and she's upset because she's like, "Yo, so now you telling me?" She was like, "I'd never be in no fucking sorority and all this type shit." And she was like, "Once you go back, if you change the shit, once you go back to when you fucked me when I was eight years old." So he's like, yeah. "Fuck." He's like, damn, no matter what I do, like I never get this shit right. He's mm-hmm. like, so so uh, as far as this one, what was your synopsis of this time when he went back? Well, this one was a little bit different because he was trying to um he was trying to basically explain to her what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like this was the one where he was trying to tell her, like, yo, like I'm I'm changing stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to say, and then she was like, well, it don't even matter if you can or not. You know what I'm saying? Everybody think they can change something. He was like, yeah, except I got proof this time. And then remember, he was like, yeah, I know that when something happened, uh, you know what I'm saying? Your, your toes go numb or, 
you know what I'm saying? I know that you got two two um moles on on your inner thigh, and then you know what I'm saying I know he was just naming like all these things that nobody else, you know what I'm saying, would be able to know. And so to me, he was really trying to do something different to where he was trying to explain to her, like, listen, I'm changing, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm literally changing the timeline of how we grew up, how we end up living and everything else. So that's that's the one thing that stuck out to me for him to even be able to admit that this was happening. It was because like he had said before, because like she was a playing game. She was like, yo, time is money. So he pulled out his wallet mm-hmm. and all this type of shit. And then when she took his wallet, he was like, yo, money don't matter where I'm going. Right. You know, like and he tried to tell her all the shit that he's doing. And he's trying to tell her, like, yo, there was a time when we were together and we were happy and we loved mm-hmm. each other and all this type shit. And she's so over it. She's so harrowing up all this type shit because she's traumatized from having this huge ass scar on her face to where, mm-hmm. she, you know, she don't consider like, dude, like for what that would do to a teenage girl, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where all of a sudden you just got the scar, and you know how mean kids can be. People probably mm. make fun of her. Her whole life just, you know, pretty much changed. And then, no, no, that was in the first. I was about to say something that happened in the first one, but like, yeah, this one, this one was it was shorter and it was quicker. Yeah, and he was. Just, but then the crazy part was when he went back this time. His room, his college room, flip flop. Yeah. So Thumper was on the right side, he was on the left mm-hmm. side, but when he went there, it flipped over. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes and he tries to change, which was weird. This is what was weird to me, but I guess as far as the writing, I guess they didn't want to keep doing the first one over again. Mm-hmm. So even though she said, won't you change when you, you know, fuck me when I was eight years old, you would think after hearing that, he would go straight to the eight-year-old one. Yeah. And try to change that situation again. But no, this time, he's like, yo, I'm going to change the one where we blew up the lady's house. Right. Well, right. blew up the, the mailbox looking house looking thing. Mm-hmm. This, this is what tripped me out. And I was talking to someone about this today. So you run straight to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Tommy goes and knocks over the lady. Why in the fuck are you still standing there? Like, why are you standing in front of this mailbox when all you had to do was, was? I think I think him seeing the lady get knocked over the way it, the way she did with the baby in her arms because I remember watching it like and seeing that they specifically showed that part in the single shot. So then to go back and then show him sitting there looking, I think that all of that happening and then him stopping and seeing that by the time he was even able to move, remember it just blew up. Yeah. Cause he, cause Tommy was still tackling the lady in the midst of all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was just one of the moments to where he really couldn't do nothing. Yeah. So then he wakes up, blows them arms off. So now he's sitting there with no arms, and now she's with Lenny. And my man, and so Lenny, Lenny tra- smacking skins. Yeah, man, Len- Lenny getting it in. You know what I'm saying with the with the long hair. Yeah. And so then but what was also dope about all of these uh changes is which I didn't mention earlier was the fact of his brain brain his brain grew mm-hmm. every time he would have these nosebleeds because his brain is getting bigger because right. he's adding new memories 
to a brain that's already pretty much not necessarily at full capacity yet. But it's but just full of Yeah, at this mm-hmm. point, now you have two totally different realities, and now you're going into your third. Yeah. So your brain is hemorrhaging by adding all of this new memory and everything that you did know is being erased, and then right. you, you know, we're plugging that in. Yeah. And so now this time, so all of the shit that you did know, now you have to create these new memories of now you seeing yourself with your arms getting blown off. You see yourself being a kid, well, a teenager going into an adult with no arms, and you see the visions of Lenny Kenny and, and Lenny. Kaylee, yeah. yeah, them they together and Tommy. Now he's all religious and stuff because he mm-hmm. felt that he saved the lady. So now you got this. T- and see, with this vision, it's like I have the best quote unquote versions of my friends, but Kaylee's not with me and I'm missing arms. Exactly. Like, nah. Yeah. I'm not staying here. Now, he tried to take himself out. It was just like, man, you know what? All of y'all happy. I'll just fucking kill myself. Remember, point. but that's when he was talking to Kaylee too, and he was just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what happened to us? You know what I'm saying? Did you ever want to be with me? Like, he was still trying to make sure he was getting getting in that um getting in her head then. Yeah, he did. And and she and she said she was honest. She was like, yo, I I thought that we would grow up, have kids, nah nah nah, all this type shit. And she was like, But I'm with Lenny and y'all are friends, and that's where it ends. Right. And I think that that gave him the satisfaction of, well, you know what? Everybody happy. This, this is the best version of Tommy I could create. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to end myself. But Tommy finds him trying to drown himself. He was like, yo, we got to go to the hospital. He's like, yo, what happened? They moved my mom. So what happened this time with the mom? Now this motherfucker got lung cancer. Yep. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> yo, yeah, go back. Yeah. Now you got to go back again. And, and this is when she realized you're doing the same shit your dad did. Mm-hmm. Y'all was at the same age. Y'all was doing the same shit where y'all felt that y'all could go back and y'all could change shit yeah. that was fucked up in the past. And now she realizes in that bed like, no, like Evan, don't do what you're doing. But he was so destined on, yo, I'm going back. And see, and this time, and what I thought was weird this time is he didn't go back to his diaries. This man went back and started watching home movies. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not so yet. this ain't this one? No. He okay. goes back. He goes back. And that's when he goes back to when they was eight. And it, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, talking to the dad the way that he did the first time, mm-hmm. he went and he gets the dynamite because now he's like, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone this time. Yeah, I'm not gonna have sex with Kaylee as an eight year old. Well, actually, three stone. I'm gonna tell him to not molest her anymore, and I'm gonna get rid of the blockbuster all in one try. Mm-hmm. So he had the perfect idea this time. Right. The execution was terrible. Yeah. Why would you light it, and then he comes over to you, and then you throw it, and then Kaylee picks it up? <laughs> like it's like. What the fuck, dude? And now, this is what I really wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Damn it, we doing it, man. Forty three motherfucking minutes. This is what this we go. Y'all think y'all heard something? Y'all ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> this is where it's set right here. 
So Kaylee picks up the dynamite. She blows up. Mm -hmm. So now he wakes up in the mental institution that he was in from the very beginning when his mama took him to get a brain scan. Right. So now all of those memories being deleted, new memories coming in, blood uh, coming from the, all that type shit. So then he goes to the doctor. Same doctor when he was a teenager. Mm -hmm. So he goes in there and he says, where are my journals? And the doctor looked like, man, again, you know, he got that look on his face like, he was like, Evan, there are no journals. Mm -hmm. And he's like, like, what are you talking about? Like, give me my journals now. Like, I want my journals. He was like, there never was any journals. He was like, you created a world and a disease that don't even exist. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and so he's like, uh, what are these memories of you going to college and, 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 and all this type shit. Like, none of that stuff happened. Like, you created this whole world in your head mm -hmm. to... And, and to get your mind to escape from the fact that you killed Kaylee. And then he was like, you remind me of your dad always looking for a photo book that never existed. Yeah. So this is my thing. Now, I didn't think of this until I watched it yesterday because it mm -hmm. didn't hit me until yesterday. Was this Evan's life the whole fucking time? And all of yes, that shit that yes we watched. No. Okay, talk to me. So the reason I say yes is because remember, this is where we first see him. This is the first version of him that we know is in this hospital, right? So we know that everything that we see from that point on is something totally different, but it's all in that same vein. And that's why we end right back up at the hospital. Now, where I say no is, is that, Everything that he did up until this point happened, but because he could change everything, this is the one where he finally goes back and then he comes back too. And now you got to remember and think about this. He kills Kaylee, right? Mm -hmm. None of that other stuff ever happens because now he's going straight to the he's going straight to the mental ward or whatever right after he kills Kaylee. So there are no journals because he can't write journals no more. It's certain memories that he don't have no more because all this stuff, he's no longer in college. He don't go to college because he's in the mental ward. So yes and no. Yeah, because if he kills Kaylee at eight, that never blew up the mm -hmm. uh, the thing. Right. Kenny never, no, Lenny never went through what he went through, all this type shit. So like, because my thing was, what was so dope about that scene was the fact that he was like, there are no journals. And when he was upset about the journal, he was like, you just like your dad, angry about a photo album that never existed. Mm -hmm. So his dad, from my understanding, basically been in there since he's been born. Well, after he got, after he was born. It was after he was born. So it had to be soon after he was born. Mm -hmm. That's when his dad started figuring out this shit and trying to change shit. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, yo, like, was this really what was going on the whole time? But he just created this whole world and this whole disease in his head of, yo, I'm trying to go back and change this situation, and I'm creating the uh, these events that ha you know that would happen to you, you know, when you were a teenager and going up, growing up into well, going me, into college and shit like that. To me, it wouldn't have been able to happen because if he if he did fake it or if it wasn't real right 
he would have never been able to come to all that anyway because Kaylee's dead. So even if this was something that he's creating in his head, say that he finally comes to and then everything in his head, he making everything right. It's still not going to make a difference because there is no real Kaylee in this, yeah. in this world. So, you know what I'm saying? He still has to live with the fact that Kaylee's dead. So that's why I said it had everything that he was doing had to be real. But this is why I um this is why I enjoy the butterfly effect so much. And not just the movie, just the concept of time travel, right? When you go back in time and you do anything outside of what actually happened, you don't know what changes that's going to spark. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. You don't know where you're going to end up in the, you know what I'm saying? You don't know none of this. So, you know, you could have you could have bent down and tied your shoestring on your right shoe instead of your left shoe this time. And then that could lead to a whole thing of events to where, cause you tied it up on the right side, you looked up and you seen a piece of paper. It wasn't a piece of paper. It was a lottery ticket. You end up finding a lottery ticket, become a millionaire. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff is the, is the, is the beauty of, of what, a, of what the butterfly effect is in this movie. It just so happened to be everything ended up being bad, but just in general, like anything could happen. You don't know what, you know, so like you don't know what kind of layered thing um, is going to happen in this whole process. And the reason that is super dope that we even talking about this now is because of what Marvel is doing. Marvel is doing this whole like kind of butterfly effect multi-universe thing, you know what I'm saying? So seeing, you know what I'm saying, like Loki and everything else and then going back and watching this, a lot of stuff is like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of conspiracies are popping up in my head, not just about this movie, but just about it, about time travel in general. But yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's to me, like I said, that's the beauty of the butterfly effect is the fact that he went back and even like the little small, minute stuff, like calling her dad a fuck bag, that changed things, uh, you know what I'm saying, a whole different way. You know what I'm saying? Like one small change in him doing something ended up, bringing him to back to the future to kill you know what i'm saying her brother so it's like all of these things you see that he he's he's thinking that he can go back and make things right but is you, you don't know you know what I'm saying like you you don't have any control of that just because you stop in the situation at that moment doesn't mean that it's going to be other situations down the line that you can fix as well yeah, because like even even with every situation like even when you think about his mom because his mom isn't the hugest story, but he goes back one time, she's mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He goes back another time and, you know what I'm saying, she got cancer. So it's just like, even though you're trying to basically affect, because really his focus is Kaylee. It's Kaylee, Tommy, Lenny. Right. But he's not realizing with even with changing what's going on with them, I'm changing my mom's fate as well. And, like, this movie even makes, like, I don't know how everybody took it, but, like, it even makes me, you know, because I think it's only natural to when you watch something like this, you think about yourself, like, damn, but mm-hmm. what would I change if I go back? And it was like, if I go back, you know what I'm saying, I would be like, yo, if I can go back to my freshman year, I'd be like, you know what, this time around, I ain't sleeping through class all the time. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm going to fucking take this shit serious and not graduate with a 2.5 GPA. Then maybe I would have went to goddamn North Carolina State or whatever. 
You know what I'm saying? But then within changing that, I'm changing the fate of my kids. My kids never resist anymore. Exactly. And it's like, so it's just like, you know, the like all of the all of this shit that you see in this movie, it's like it makes you think twice about, damn, like if I could go back, would I change something? Because mm -hmm. then you have to realize every little thing that is gonna affect. So I got a question for you. Okay. Did you know or did you already know that this movie has two endings? Yes. Oh, this is so great. I'm glad yes. to know that you know that there's two endings. So yes. we're going to go with the light one first. Okay. So the light one is he breaks into the audio. He asks his mom to bring the home videos. Mm -hmm. And the home video is a birthday party. Yep. And so they're eight years old. He goes up to Kaylee and say, Stay away from me. I hate you. If you ever talk to me again, I'll kill your whole fucking family. Mm -hmm. So the way he took this one is just the fact of, like, you stay away from me. You're, you're just be better off. You know, right. just not us being friends. They go move with their mom and basically yeah. live happily ever after. Exactly. They end up seeing each other in the airport. They give each other that look like, hey, I kind of know you. You look familiar. But then, you know what I'm saying? They just keep walking. Yeah, they just keep walking, and him and him and Lenny ended up being friends. They ended up being roommates yeah. in college and all this type of shit. Right. So that's the happy ending. Mm -hmm. Now, the director's cut. The director's cut. Mm -hmm. That shit was brutal, my guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this month, the motherfucking home video is the dad filming the mom being rushed into the hospital. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker goes into his mama's belly, kills herself. Kills himself with the umbilical cord, and then like, yeah. you can see that shit on the screen where he pulled that shit and kills himself, and was just like, mm -hmm. "Yo." And the ending still is Kaylee and Tommy going to their mom, yep. and Lenny end up being fine now. This type of shit, I I can't say which one was better because it kind of sucks. Like, I mean, you the the trauma that his mom. Probably went I, through of him I think being the director's cut ending was was like supposed to be the ultimate ending, right? Like this is what this is what he had to do in order for him to stop going through what he was not even that, just to end it all. Because remember what his dad said. His dad said, Yo, it ends with me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like he took that and with everything that he knew and everything that he's been through. I feel like he used that as a way to like, okay, we can just end all this right now. And I'm doing this for the betterment of my friends and everybody around me. Um, but the light, the light ending to me was the best one because it was like, he, he, he figured it out. He found a way to figure it out. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? With everything that he was going through, he got out of that situation of being in the hospital and, you know what I'm saying, not having no arms and all this other stuff, he finally found a way that he can be okay with everything that was going on. Yeah, but even with that ending, like, he just basically misses out on the love of his life. Pretty much, You know, because, yeah. like, he, he loves her, but this <laughs> is that situation where, where people don't believe in this shit. Sometimes loving somebody, you have to let them go. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can, and you can still love them, but it's just everybody's not meant to be together. And I think that that's is what he realized. He was like the best 
way to fix this is for me and Kaylee to not be together. Um, I think the director's cut was it was definitely extreme. I mean, to to watch a you know a baby in a womb like wrapping the umbilical cord around their neck. That mm-hmm. shit is wild. It is sick. But uh, I see where they was coming from when they did that. So I'm glad they did come up with uh, two alternate endings. Yeah. So uh, are we ready for the fire flames? Let's do it, my guy. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Man, so um, the Fire Flames, man, for anybody that's new and listening to this, is basically where we give our rating after we reviewed um, the movie or TV show of the episode. And um, it's, of course, a one to five scale, one being the worst, five being the best. Um, all right, so I'm I'm not even going to start, man. Five. I'm not right. going to go to a long explanation, none of that. Listen, this movie is to me, um, super overrated. I mean, underrated. A lot of people don't really talk about this movie, but to me, this is one of those ones where I think that um, Ashton Kutcher, after this, he took off for real. You know what I'm saying? I know he still had that 70s show and he had a couple other things that was going on, but I think this one really showcased his real talent. Um, For him to play this role especially coming off of playing uh, Kelso, which is not an easy role to play as well. To play somebody that's stupid is very hard. But (laughs) for him to play, you know what I'm saying, Kelso, and then for him to go into this, you know what I'm saying, and then in the midst of everything that's going on, I just felt like he really, you know what I'm saying, he really showed his chops in this one. And then, you know what I'm saying, the way that this movie was written, the way this movie was shot, you know what I'm saying, the effects and everything else, I thought that it was everything just meshed so well. But this is one of those movies that later on down the line, like people are going to be talking about and they're going to realize just how great this movie is. Uh, I have to agree with you, man. Uh, five. P- period, man. Like, I ain't going to hold you because the the writing was great. Um, They went through every scenario. Um, They, they really didn't leave any stones unturned. Um, I'm glad they gave us two alternate endings. I thought that was cre- a very creative Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think that the writing of even pointing out the little bitty stuff that some people wouldn't really catch. Like, I thought that that stuff um, was very dope as well. So, yeah, I, I love these type of movies like this. Um, yeah. I, I love those movies where you, you, you really got to watch it and use your brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, it takes you down that wormhole of, like, like I said, you know, I get to looking at it like, damn, man, if I change this, it, it makes you question the fact of if I could go back, would I change something? Because you got to realize that domino effect of what would happen if exactly. you change something. Exactly. And I think this movie did a perfect, uh, perfect example with that, man. So I'm going to give it a five as well. 100%, man. So um, coming soon, man. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Soon. So we have a special treat in store for everybody that is um, tuned in and listening. Um, we talked about this for, you know, what I'm saying a couple seconds and it was a no brainer. Um, 
as soon as we came up with the idea, you know what I'm saying? We started throwing movies out there and we had a list of movies. We only had so many days to do it. So for the first time ever, man, this is going to be the viewers anonymous. Um, what, what is it? Fright Fest. You can call it the Fright Fest. Yeah, we call it the Fright Fest because I I I, I done it on the twenty eight minutes or less, and I call it the horror. I call it the October Horror Fest that yeah, I did we, last year. This is the Viewers Anonymous first ever Fright Fest, man. We are doing nothing but horror, thriller, uh, slasher. All we doing, we doing all um, everything in the horror genre and subgenre of movies, man. Um, and not only that. Um, we got a special appreciation at the end of all of it for one of the um, for one of the greats. So um, starting off the first um, episode of the Fright Fest, it'll be Evil Dead, man. This Friday, we're we are going to do the um, Evil Dead, not Ash and the Evil Dead. For anybody that's wondering, it's the newer version of Evil Dead. Yeah, the 2013 version. Yeah. So, um, but but salute to salute to the Ash and the Evil Dead because that was actually. A pretty funny good movie um they had a, a bunch of comedy elements and horror and i thought that was a great mix-up but this one is uh this 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 version of evil dead to me i thought it was dope because they brought back the cabin of course you know what i'm saying they, they still had the cabin but they made sure they added the real horror elements into this and um you know what i'm saying you can't knock that listen even on the cover of one of the covers, it says the most terrifying film you will ever experience. When I tell you, this is the movie that when I watched this in 2013 and I said about fucking time. Oh, this is, yeah, it got real because, horror elements in this. Man, it, like, like, you say it all the time, like, I am the horror guy, and yeah. it's like, yeah. we went through a long time where it was like, oh, this movie's alright, this movie's alright. It's like, they, they just couldn't never nail it. Like, the the the, the 80s and the 90s, you know, they, they was doing and it just got bad. And though, this movie is a remake, Mm-hmm. They fucking killed this shit, man. 100%. So I'm definitely excited to do this as well. For sure, man. So yes, sir. Friday starts the Fright Fest, man. We are getting into it. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, man. S-Dot is going to be on cloud nine through every episode. <laughs> one of these. I'm going to try to keep that same energy. I'm going to try to keep up with them. But um, yeah, man, it's... it's, it's this is going to be uh, interesting. So um, this is our first one that we're going to, you know, since our first time that we're going to do this. Um, and, you know what I'm saying? We're going we're gonna to see how it pans out, man. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow me um, at Scoops Bronson at, on Twitter, Scoops Bronson underscore TV on Instagram. Um, also, go check out um, the 4-3 pod every Wednesday. It's available on all major um, podcast platforms. Um, and it's available on YouTube as well at Scoops Bronson TV and also on the um, Drippy, no, the um, Distinctive Drip Entertainment Network. Um, yeah, 
follow the podcast on socials at viewanonpod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Yeah, and y'all can catch me at uh, s.foster8. That's on Instagram and Twitter. 28, well, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's on Instagram. 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Still rocking with the same episode, uh, episode 60 of the 28 Minutes or Less Podcast, which is the hardest character. So go check that out. And also, if you, and if you don't mind, if you are really, really a huge horror fan, and you just can't get enough of it, man. Y'all can go to the 28 Minutes or Less. It's episode 20, 21, 22, and 23. Uh, when I did the Oktoberfest last year, uh, where I did the top five slashes of all time, me and Scoots Bronson went to, uh, came together and did our top 10 horror movies mm-hmm. of all time. That was episode 21. Uh, 22, I did Supernatural Horror Movies. And 23, I did the whole franchise of Halloween. Yeah. Solo. So uh speaking of so, man, how do you how do you feel about the new Halloween that's coming out, man? Uh I seen the trailer. I seen the mm-hmm. extended trailer. Um it, it it looked like uh like Mike on his shit, man. Like I ain't gonna I lie think, to you, man. I, how how long is it gonna take for him to finally kill you know what I'm saying, his sister? I, I, I got a feeling I got a feeling he's gonna get it this time. Okay. I got I got a feeling. I, I'm banking I, on it because I'm I'm getting sick and tired of this, man. She getting it's she not gonna be able to run much longer, man. He's gonna have to yeah. wait for her to be in the wheelchair before he finally catch her. But this is the thing though. If you remember, like actually I fucking I killed um the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember before. That. I remember that. Um that was the oh, Rob no, Zombie one, right? No, no, it wasn't the Rob Zombie one. No, I killed uh, Halloween because I I did I did an episode where I finally seen the Halloween um the the first remake, mm-hmm. and I killed the whole thing because I was like, yo, they did not they disregarded. Halloween four or five. Oh, H2O. that's the one with the you talk you talking about the one with the um the, it came out 2018. The one that Schultz was supposed to be in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, I, that I, was, I, I like that one. And see, I killed it initially because I thought that it was fucked up that like okay, it was episode four. It was episode four of mm-hmm. the 28 minutes or less. I killed it because yeah. They disregarded because they said that he was locked up for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Even if they, I wouldn't have been mad. They could disregard it four and five. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. And just acknowledge Halloween H2O and yeah. say that he was locked up for 20 years. But when they said he was locked up for 40, it's like, hold mm-hmm. on, so now you're telling me that we all of this Halloween knowledge in my head, I was supposed to well, forget see, all of it? But see, this is the thing. Remember, in H two O, she had a son. That's what I, I know. And that. then in this one, it was all daughters. So exactly. It it made sense. Excuse me. It made sense as to why he would be locked up for forty years instead of twenty. Because then it's gonna be at that point we're gonna be like, yo, where the fuck is the son at? You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. So yeah, I, mean, I, I understood why they did it though. 
Yeah, I understood why they did it because you also got to understand this. Well, actually, she had one daughter. Yeah, she had the daughter and the granddaughter. But, but this is the thing, though. In Halloween 4 and 5, that was her daughter, but she gave her up for adoption. Right. See what I'm saying? So, in all actuality... It's, it, it just seemed like at this point, they just throwing it out there just to have a damn Michael Myers movie. That's why I said yeah. none of it makes sense to me. Yeah, and see, and I went through... When I went through that whole thing, like, when I redid it, and um, during the horror fest, when mm-hmm. I redid it, dude, it was because I figured out something that I didn't know because I always thought a Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers, it, it it fit, but it didn't fit. Right. But they tied everything into it. I think that that was technically was supposed to be the last one, but people love okay. Michael Myers so much they kept coming back because yeah. what they did was they explained to you. Cause see, they brought back Tommy Doyle for number one. That was uh your boy. What's his name? Forty uh, forty and up. Uh, not forty and up. Um, Ant Man. version. Ant Man. Um. Oh. Um. Uh. What's his name? Are you fucking kidding me? How can I forget his name? I don't know. It's blanking me too. But keep going. Um. But anyway, that was it. Paul Rudd. That was his first movie. Okay. But anyway, he plays Tommy Doyle, which is the kid that's in Halloween 1, the little mm-hmm. kid that was always scared of the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. That's him in Halloween I mean, in The Curse of Michael Myers. But what they what they tied together was the 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 league is it the League of the Thorn or the something of the Thorn, the League of the Thorn or something like that. Mm-hmm. The leader of it was this guy named Dr. Wynn. Dr. Wynn was the one that really had Michael Myers doing this shit. But this is oh, the crazy okay. part about Dr. Wynn. You seen Dr. Wynn, but you didn't know it was him. Mm-hmm. You remember in the very first one, the 78 version, when when uh, when damn, when the doctor when, when Michael Myers first broke out mm-hmm. and uh, Dr. Loomis is walking out the hospital and he's talking to this guy and he was like, he's telling him he's going to Hatfield. He was like, how would he get to Hatfield? He don't know how to drive. He was like, maybe somebody gave him lessons. He was doing pretty well last night. Remember when he had that conversation mm-hmm. with that guy? That's Dr. Wynn. Oh. The whole time, Dr. Wynn was the one that taught him how to drive. He was the one who did all the fucking shit. But they only showed him for a second in okay. Halloween 1. Okay. So that was dope. But, yeah. See, yeah. you got me now. You got me now. My Halloween. Know, man, that's, man. Listen, that's just gonna be. That's just gonna. That's a preview. You know what I'm saying? Of what's to come, man, for the rest of this month. So y'all stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep listening, and um, man, we're gonna bring some more heat, more fire for y'all. Um, like you know what I'm saying? If you're new here, subscribe. Uh, if you've been here, you know what I'm saying. Make sure you share with a friend. Tell everybody you know. Uh, with that being said, man, like this in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.